You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. A person who is 100 years old is called a centenarian. A person that is 50 years old is called a... A half a centenarian. I second that. He's called a quinquagenarian. Oh, come on. What? Yeah, I had to read that. (laughs) I've been practicing that all day and I still can't pronounce it. A quinquagenarian. I mean, you're learning Japanese and that sounds Japanese to me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So that means this week I became a quinquagenarian. That sounds like a 10 times quinceañera. Yeah, it's a a bunch of quinceañeras (laughs) put together that equal 50 years old. Now, I have never really been one that's been a fan of birthdays. I mean, you're a fan of birthdays when you're like a teenager, right? I can't wait to turn 15. I can't wait to turn 16 and drive. I can't wait to to turn 18 and leave the house, although I I won't leave the house because I'm going to stay at home with mom and dad. I can't wait to turn 21. These are big dates, right? right? But after 21, it kind of just plateaus. 25, that's when your car insurance goes down. 30, hello, dirty 30s. All right, so 25 and 30. So then after 30, it plateaus. No, because 40 is the new 30. And when you turn 40, you are considered a cuarentona. A cuarentona? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ay, ponga cuidado. Estén alerta. Que la cuarentona llegó a la fiesta. Ay, ponga cuidado. Estén alerta. Que la cuarentona so the la cuarentena was easy for you, right? Because <laughs> la cuarentena was made for cuarentonas. We have experience in it. So this is great. So this just tells me that I'm the only one that uh, basically stopped looking forward to birthdays after the age of 21. Yes. Yes. Okay. I just don't like the idea of growing old. Do you also just not like the attention that you get on your birthday? Is that also it? I don't like the attention and I don't like the idea of growing old. Right. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, why do I have that fear of growing old? And I think it started when I was little. I think I was like five and my mom left me with neighbors to watch me. And uh, I had woken up from a nap and I was kind of disoriented. And I stepped out of their bedroom. And to my right, this old man came out. I guess, you know, he was like the lady's father because he lived there. And he was this really old, old man. Now, if we went back in time, the man was probably 60, right? (laughs) But to me, he was like 600 years old. Right. And he came out with the cane, right? And he kind of, you know, turned. We both came out at the same time. I probably scared him more than he scared me. So he looked at me and I looked at him and I'm still kind of half asleep. Because you both woke up from a nap is what happened. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You're just making me more scared of growing old. (laughs) And he looked at me and he made like a sound like like that. And to me, bro. What did you hear? I heard, Te voy a matar. Right? <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you. Right. And I just took off. I ran like barefoot out the house and down the street. Like the lady was chasing me. I was crying, yelling. I would not return to the house. Like I was like, no, it's an old man. He's going to kill me. And she's like, no, I said, papi, that's my father, you know. <laughs> He was napping like you were, you know, and I was like, well, no, he needs to leave or I'm not going back in the house. So you don't necessarily have a fear of growing old. You have a fear of old people becoming that old man. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, <laughs> you don't want kids running from you. Yeah, yeah. And the older I get, the more I realize I'm becoming more like my grandfather. 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? So like I skipped my father and I, I'm going directly to my grandfather. And my grandfather was not the most pleasant of people growing up. You're going to be that old man on the block that, you know, sits out on his porch and like yells at all the kids that run around on his lawn. Like, get off my lawn. That's going to be you. Or the old guy that uh, you hit the ball accidentally into his yard. And you it's lose mine. it because yeah. you can't go get it. It's abuela mía, sabe? I can't say that that idea repulses me because part of me is attracted to that vision. You know what I mean? <laughs> to the argument with kids? To just, just be sitting there, just be like looking for a fight, like say something, say something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be that old guy. Oh, get off my lawn! Stay away from my house! I'm looking forward to turning 50 because if I follow in my mom's genes, then I'm going to be good at uh, that age because uh-huh. she's jumping rope at 83. Okay. So she's doing good. But what if you don't follow in her genes? What if you're programmed to go in another direction? Well, and I'd have to work at it to keep following in her footsteps. I mean, I'd have to, I don't know, work out more, walk more. Right. But what if there was nothing you could do? You see how morose I'm getting? You, you are. Yeah. You're, you're you like see? you're like beating me upside the head yeah. every time I, I give a positive <laughs> note. You're like, but what if that's not available? But that's what I'm saying. It's just that I don't have a positive outlook when it comes to birthdays because I feel like with each birthday, you're getting one. One day closer to the you-know-what. hey Well, I mean, that's not turning older. That's just we need to work on your positivity about life. Okay, so how do we work on that? Well, I have an article here okay. that says 50 good things about turning 50 years old. I think I'm going to need more than 50 reasons. All right, so let's see. You have a lifetime of wisdom to help you make decisions. But what if that lifetime was filled with bad decisions? That means I have a track record of bad decisions. Well, you know what not to do, too, because you've done those bad decisions. So it's like I stepped in that pothole. So when I walk by here, I know there's a pothole there. You would consider biting nails a poor decision, correct? Yes. Okay. I still bite my nails. So you're still stepping into that hole as you're passing by. Happily. (laughs) Happily. You embrace your imperfections. Who embraces their imperfections? Isn't writing your shows embracing some of your imperfections? Okay. Okay. See? See? I'm seeing that. Mm -hmm. I am definitely seeing that. Okay. So you do embrace your imperfections Uh on stage. Very good. Jose, point Jose. Okay. I'm going to keep track of that. Point Jose. Go ahead. You're less fearful. No, that's definitely wrong. (laughs) I I am increasingly fearful the older I get. One thing I can say about you right now is that you are going to die. And yes, this is scary. Mama, mama. Okay, how about this one? It's easier to laugh at yourself. You know, I find it easier to laugh at myself when I'm writing shows, when I'm on stage. But if you're at home, you know, and you're battling your demons and your fears and your doubts and your insecurities, it's kind of hard. That's why I need to do shows, because I need to kind of put it on paper and then put it on stage. Wait a second. What's the last thing you say when the podcast is over? Uh, Life is so much better when you're laughing. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. I know, but I'm saying that as a reminder. So you just got to put it into effect now. That's basically... The story of my life, (laughs) trying to put all this good advice that I have in my head to practice. All right. Try this one. You know that eating right and exercise are the best medicines. You see, I, I know these things, but guess what's more fun? 
not eating right all the time and not having to exercise. I think as you grow older, it starts to become a chore. Like, well, you better get some exercise in or those joints are going to stiffen and they're not going to work as well. So now I have to work out so that I can live longer. You know, when you're younger, you just work out to look good. You know what I'm saying? To go to the beach, take your shirt off. And now I'm like, "Ah, it's okay. I'm good with my shirt. No, but you have to take that same approach now. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to look good at the beach. How good can I look at 50? Come on. You don't even look 50 and you don't act 50. All right. What do I look? Early 40s. Early 40s. (laughs) Late 30s. Thank you. Point Jose. That's two (laughs) points for Jose. You're down two to zero. The reason I said that is if you're late 30s, then I'm late 30s too. So I got to shoot the same number. Okay. So you had an interest in that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Point deducted. (laughs) (laughs) Jose, one. Emmeline, zero. All right. Let's try this one. You stop caring what other people think. That's true, partly. But then again, you never really stop caring about what other people think. I mean, when I do shows, I care about what my audience thinks. But for the most part, I do feel a growing sense of no me importa. Right. You know what I mean? A growing sense of I'm not even going to argue with you. It's just not worth my time. Uh Uh-oh. Because I hardly have any time left. You see what I'm saying? I just took a step back. I just took a step back. One step forward and two steps back. All right, here's the next one. I think you're going to like this one. No, don't please don't tell me what I like. <laughs> Ooh, pet peeves. Okay, I'm a 50-year-old man with pet peeves and I don't like to be told what I'm going to like. Let me decide what I'm going to like. Jose, give her another example of this pet peeve. This is funny. Don't tell me what's funny, okay? <laughs> oh, you'll love this. This is hilarious. You can be as grumpy as you wish. You were right. <laughs> I do love that one. If turning 50 means that I can be as grumpy as I want, then I am embracing 50 because I feel myself growing grumpier and grumpier. I'm probably as grumpy now as I was when I was 40. I'm just now catching up to it. <laughs> right? Well, you didn't know me when no, I was 40. I didn't know you. That's a good thing because we wouldn't be together when I was 50. <laughs> One step forward and two steps back. This kind of dance Okay, here's another reason why it's good to turn 50. You have a reason for telling the same stories. No, that's horrible. That's a symptom, isn't it? Of like uh, an illness. No, you want things to be remembered. You want your the future generations to, to know who you were, oh. who your past was. Like. Now I'm just nagging them with lectures and stories. I'm taking that one as it's okay to have dementia is what it's saying. It's yeah, you, that's horrible. You're not remembering <laughs> uh, the story yeah. that you said no. last week and you're saying it again. That's horrible. And I'm already a hypochondriac. Why, why would you put that in my head? That's You know what? Point deducted, okay? Because <laughs> you, had, you had one with the whole grumpy one. I gave you one, it was tied, and now you're back to zero. This is not good. Okay, what about this one? You can go gray with your hair. I can go gray. Yes, because I'm not dyeing my hair. Let me tell you something. I don't know why men do that. Now, growing up, my grandfather used to dye his hair. My uncle used to dye his hair. Matter of fact, now that I think about it, my uncle still dyes his hair, right? He does, yeah. And my uncle's only a few years younger than my dad. My dad, to his credit, never has dyed his hair. It went white, and it that's it. You know what I mean? Now, his mustache was the last holdout. And once it started turning white, my father shaved it. That's how he dyed it. You know what I mean? He just <laughs> he just shaved it. But now he's growing it back in like the shape of a goatee. And I've never seen my father with white facial hair. And it's starting to come out. And it kind of traumatized me a little bit because I've had a goatee for like 35 years. And now I'm seeing 
a reflection of my older self. And my father thinks he's looking younger and all he's doing is making me feel older. <laughs> How do you tell your father, stop growing a goatee because I'm already afraid of growing old and now you've just made it worse. You don't because he's older and he can do whatever he wants. Well, yeah. You let him be. Yeah, it's called that childhood trauma from the correazos <laughs> and the cocotazos. That's why I don't tell him what I really think. Cocotazos, changing children one cocotazo at a time. Okay, I think you're going to like this one too. There we go again. Oh. I just told you my pet peeve. See, you're making me this grumpy 50-year-old man. How about this? You can give good advice based on experience. I find that to be helpful when I talk to my son because I can give him advice based on what I've been through. But uh, outside of that, nobody really wants to know your advice. I mean, outside of that, did you welcome any advice from uh, like an older relative? It probably went something like this. Oye, Jose, ven acá. Dime, tío. By the way, you like that Cuban accent? It's coming out. Yeah. It's coming out. Oye, Jose, chico, ven acá. Dime, tío. Tú estás medio gordito. Sí. ¿Te gusta la comida? Mucho. ¿Te gusta la galletica? Sí. ¿Te gusta el bizcocho? Sí. Oh, ¿sabes qué? ¿Sabes lo que le pasa a la gente que come mucho, muchachito? ¿Qué le pasa, tío? El riñón se le pone gordo y hay que quitárselo. No. Sí, sí, sí. Y cuando le quitan el riñón, ¿sabes lo que le pasa al ombligo, chico? ¿Qué le pasa? Se le explota. Wow. Sigue comiendo esa galletica mío que se, se, se te va a quitar el riñón y el ombligo. Ok, tío. ¿Quieres más galletica? Sí. <laughs> you still wanted it? <laughs> yeah. Ok, let's try another one. You have a better ability to let go. No way. No way. The older I get, the harder it is to let anything go. Really? Uh, yeah, I just hold on to it. It's it's just, that's my grandfather, man. My grandfather never let anything go. My grandfather would remind you, you know, a week later with the same emotion. You get me? That you messed up or that he was mad. There's no way. It's impossible. I cannot. That's got to be one of my biggest flaws. I cannot let go. When you see me trying to let something go, you can like physically see it in my body. Like Seeing I, it, trying yeah. to get out. Yeah, like I'm twisting my body and I, I look uncomfortable. You could see the demon leaving my body. And then when it does, I tell you, you're welcome. You know what I mean? Because I want to let you know that that was a lot of work. But I can tell you that you've gotten a lot better with letting things go. Yeah. You she, may not yeah, think so. Yeah. She'll tell me that when I'm sweating. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she could see she could see my, my face is red and I'm sweating. And she's like, you're doing good. That's how hard it is for me to let things go. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. Here's another reason. You have a better ability to forgive yourself. That's hard. But that's why you go to church, whether it's in person or virtually, is to remind yourself that you have that ability. Because it is so hard sometimes to forgive yourself, especially if you like to be hard on yourself, right? So if I'm hard on myself, for example, professionally, of course I'm going to be hard on myself when I mess up. So to forgive yourself, I guess I guess it gets easier. Oh, I know why. Because you're closer to death. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? Point deduction. Point deduction. <laughs> One step forward and two steps back. Okay, one more. Other age-related discounts and free stuff for seniors. 
I loved loved <laughs> the first part of that, right? I'm like, okay, you know, discounts, right? But then you said seniors. <laughs> Am I a senior? You know, I qualify now for AARP. I know. I started receiving it in the mail. Oh, that's not cool. See, I was receiving that stuff because I used to work with them, right? I used to do shows with them. But now I could be a member? Right. So, like, I went from working with them to now, what? Them working for me? Yeah, but you get discounts. I don't want no 5% discount. (laughs) I want to be five years younger. I don't want no 5% discount. I want to be younger. All right, Ellie, since you have a fear of aging, I have found seven ways to beat your fears of aging. All right. So this gives me hope. First one, maintain a positive outlook. Oh, I'm already off to a horrible start. (laughs) Right. Okay. So that's a work in progress. Yep. You just got to think positive about everything. Think positive that growing old is going to be graceful and it's going to be good. And and don't fight it. Don't well, argue because I want to argue right now. I want to just I, keep reminding yourself every day to stay positive. Stay positive. Stay positive. That's positivo. right. Stay positive. But then I forget. What was I supposed to be positive about? Oh, my God. I'm getting old. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> What's number two? Embrace your fears. These things are so vague in general. So be positive and embrace your fear. Uh, I'm trying to like not run away from my fear and now you want me to embrace it. I feel like if I embrace it, I can't be positive because if I embrace it, I'm going to be negative. You get me? I'm going to be I'm going to be cuddling with my insecurities. How do you expect me to be positive when I'm cuddling with my insecurities and my fears? If you keep thinking negative about what could happen or what don't might happen Don't. then you're not living in the present oh i thought you were gonna say then that's what's gonna happen to you because that see that's another fear <laughs> if you keep saying it, it's gonna happen and you're just wasting your time you're just wasting your days and your weeks and your months and your years and like i always heard this and it didn't make sense till i got older no you're gonna say and it didn't make sense until now until no. listening to you now <laughs> you have a born date and we all have a death date. Okay. But it's what we do with that little dash oh. that's important. So we have to make that dash yeah. important. You and have th- to and, live that right. dash. And somehow this made sense to you when? Because that's not going to ever make sense to me. That's just going <laughs> to depress me. So point deduction. You're down to zero again. If you could live forever, would you? Sure, that's an attractive idea. But the way I look at it is, it is the knowledge that I'm going to die that creates the focus that I bring to being alive, the urgency of accomplishment, the need to express love now, not later. If we live forever, why ever even get out of bed in the morning? Because you always have tomorrow. That's not the kind of life I want to lead. Number three, create cheerful daily habits. I kind of do that. You gave me one. With the 50 chocolate chip cookies, that's going to be a nice little thing to do. So that's 50 cheerful days at least that you have. Ooh, yeah. That's assuming I ate one a day. That's what you should do. No, I'm eating more than one a day. (laughs) Esa caja no va a durar ni una semana. Not even a week. Wow. That's at least three after every meal. So that's maybe nine. (laughs) And then as a snack, maybe I could probably eat a dozen a day. Wow. Why you act so surprised? See, now you're making me feel guilty. (laughs) Now I'm going to be eating those 12 cookies a day and I'm going to be like, God, you should be ashamed of yourself. Even Jose. And Jose is a big dude. 
Hey everybody, this is Tito Nieves. You're listening to The Eddie Castro Show. I'm a huge fan. Number four, treat problems as an adventure. Any suggestions? Well, you kind of do because you write about some of the problems you've had in life and you make them adventures. Yeah, and they've been amazing adventures. Number five. Now this one you're going to like. Uh, there we go again. Uh, now, <laughs> you, now, you're doing, now you're doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. He's telling me <laughs> what was. I like and what I don't like. Explore elderhood. All that tells me is, Write a show. There you go. That's okay. exploring it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe I'll call it elderhood and why I'm afraid of it. <laughs> Watch this. Aging is inevitable, isn't it? There's no escape from it. From limitless space, I don't think it matters if you're a really rich billionaire. Death is coming. We're all part of the same explosion. We're all heading into the same limitless expanse. I use that to fuel a connection to the things that are meaningful, like love, like kindness and service. It always boils down to pretty bloody basic stuff. In the end, love and service is the answer. Number six. Be more conscious of your values. I should know what my values are. Yes. And again, that's so vague and general that I don't even know where to start. You're a great writer. But that's a value? And storyteller. That's a skill. See, it's I'm, a value. Being, I'm argumentative. How, how am I being argumentative right now? <laughs> of, yes, of, of somebody that's giving you positive Of my wife who's looking out for me and <laughs> I'm arguing with her. You see, I am my grandfather. You're a great father. I don't think it's a bad lie. It's a bad lie. Yeah, no, I am. Well, I, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Normally, I'd be like, well, you know, I could be better. But you know what? I am embracing that value. And finally, number seven, cultivate your people skills. <laughs> Ooh. Why are you laughing? I like that one. Because you've had an issue with this one before turning 50. So this this was one you really got to work on. You could tell me this after every birthday. Hey, are we <laughs> cultivating your people skills? Because I have very minimal people skills. I have great people skills when I'm in the mood. Does that count? When I'm not in the mood, which is most of the time, I have very minimal people skills. I'd say you have great people skills professionally. Like your people skills in your profession are great. Uh-oh. But when it comes Uh-oh. to like Hold just on. You don't have to keep, socializing you don't have to keep going. people skills, that's where you need to work on. What do you mean? Just like social people skills with just random people like that you meet that don't know who you are, you know, because they don't know Ellie Castro, the comedian. It's just right. like random person. Okay. You know that we're truthful in this podcast and a lot of people listening to this may find it surprising that I am not very social in my personal life, but they might not understand that. So why don't we give them uh, an example of what that would look like? Do you have an example? Yes, I do. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was really quick. Yeah. yeah. All right. And just to set it up, we're at one of my family gatherings. Okay. All right. So I'll be you. Here we go. Hey, babe, listen, Um, we're getting ready to play bingo. Um, So all my cousins and my uncles and my aunts, we're all gathering around and uh, we're handing out uh, bingo cards. So um, you want to grab a chair and just kind of come sit with us? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Do you want to just play from, from over here? Yeah, I'll just... I'll just sit over here. Okay, but um, it's like 15 of us, and we're all kind of gathered around the table. And I'm okay over here. I, I know, but um, there's space. Like, all the couples are together. I and... already told you I'm okay over here. Okay. Um. Do, so do you want, like, how many like how many cards just do you want? Just one. Okay. <laughs> people, people get, like, a couple of cards. You know? I just want one. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, how many chips? How many? Just, just give me five. Oh, right. Okay. Can you hear that? Like when they announce the numbers? I'm fine. All right. Because I'm going to be. I by, can hear. I'm going to be by myself. I'm fine. 
All right. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. It took a long time for you to answer that. Is that what were you why, thinking? Why, why are you asking me this? Why? Just because you you look miserable. Do we, right. do we need to talk about this? Do, do no. We need, do we need to go somewhere else and talk about this? No. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Maybe you ought to figure out a formula to go take care of your finances, take care of your health, take care of your body, and know that you ain't as old as you think you are. You got plenty of time. And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. My book, Made for This, is available for sale on my website, elicastro.com. Don't forget those five-star reviews. Konchua tanjobi This week is my birthday. Omedetou gozaimasu. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing and not afraid of growing old. Huh? Happy birthday, baby. I love you. Thank you. Palante. Shut up.